You know we rolling the dude. You see, he got a J, a hash, and now we're diving like screw. You know it's nothing but them clouds as soon as we in the room. We knew that from this Mary Jane that a flower would bloom. I met the days of being broke, but my flow was still me. I said I came up off the steps like it was trailer or street. I never die a thousand deaths, I'd rather stand on my feet. Yeah, so uh, Miss Janelle, what'd you get from Costco? <laughs> you got hella applesauce. <laughs> nah, describe yeah, the applesauce. Yeah. The people need yeah. to know. They, they got yeah, like man. a super jug of applesauce that got the handle. <laughs> I'm just joking. With applesauce in the moonshine jug and shit. <laughs> Your applesauce got three X's on it. <laughs> <laughs> Extra potent, baby. <laughs> but like, he said her applesauce got a cork. <laughs> they could turn her applesauce jug into an instrument if they wanted to. I'm about to say, I need that for my jug band. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So I get you. How much? You where do you put the applesauce? No, fuck that. Where do you put it in the in the in the spot? Like, does that become one of Precious' new toys once you're done? Nah, man, it's not crazy. It's just it's a little bigger than your standard in-store jug. Mm, okay. You know. Okay. And you don't have to refrigerate it until you open it. So Got you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't think about that. Like <laughs> so it has to go in the refrigerator once you <laughs> No wonder why you gotta eat out. <laughs> there ain't no room in that motherfucker. <laughs> so you see how disrespectful Keish yeah. was just now? I don't know. That's not disrespect. That's her status. <laughs> oh, that's what that is. She's the queen. Okay. I mean, she basically her big ass just walked up <laughs> on on C Major and just plopped down. Yeah, man. it's never a smooth. That shit was crazy. She don't give a fuck what that's he's wild. doing. Nope. Only thing that matters all. is her. No, that's crazy. But now we we was just talking about. Making those runs to the store, getting our snacks, and Miss Janelle often gets mistaken for a daycare <laughs> provider based on the size of applesauce and oatmeal she picks up from Costco. I get mistaken for a caregiver of an elderly person <laughs> because of the size of prepackaged grapefruits I, <laughs> I buy. And then they think it's an Indian family because I also walk out with seven to eight frozen Indian food <laughs> entrees as well. Yeah, yeah. that biryani be hitting, y'all. 
Boy, they do that right. Let's tell you they what. They got some fire little frozen Indian food, Jones. Because I, uh, Lisa came up on some little tikka masala, little deep fried little croissant type Jones. I wasn't even. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Jones was no, they know what they doing. You on one? Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, samosas, <laughs> all of that. Yeah, I, 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 they haven't failed me yet. <laughs> and that's like on one of those, you know, I. Jerosmo be on her deli kick. She'll go get the meats and put together a few sandwiches. But then I'm like, oh, I kind of miss going, like getting some hot mm-hmm. quality lunch food. And they're nice serving sizes and they're not crazy. And it's just enough to keep you tight till dinner. Mm-hmm. So I pick up, especially if they on sale, slip, watch out. Mm-hmm. I don't know where they're going. I don't know where I'm putting them. <laughs> but you'll work yeah. out the logistics later. <laughs> They they around four to three dollars. Oh, slim. They going everywhere. Hey, uh, son, hold these, son. <laughs> Put these down there somewhere. Speaking of son, uh, my kid is 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 living out his best life with his hair. <laughs> and. <laughs> He was walking around with the with the crusty the clown for about a good two three weeks, which I love. Mm-hmm. I love that shit. I love a nice big bush, yeah. mm-hmm. and I love how tall he is and how he walks into spaces with the mm-hmm. bush. Mm-hmm. Like that shit, just like yeah, sir. How can I help? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a sir. Yeah, <laughs> fuck you. Right? Yeah. Then he's like, okay. Uh, I would like my curls to be coiled. I would like my hair to be coiled. I want to start to figure out what my curl pattern is. Mm. So Jerosmo sits him down, grabs some products that she uses for her hair, washes his hair and starts to comb through this product that identifies your coils and lets them do their thing. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting there, and I just—I'm <laughs> an asshole. You look—you sounded disgusted on Yo. the video. <laughs> yeah, I sent y'all a video. Y'all had to see that shit. <laughs> but the first thing I did was I had some problems, <laughs> and no one could see to solve them. That motherfucker looked like James DeBarge. He looked so. Light skin. He looked. It was an extra <laughs> layer of light skin. skin. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. It was. It was wild. Inappropriately light skin. It was. It was out of bounds. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was out of bounds. But what's going on in this house is out of bounds. <laughs> we already got Bunny the barge upstairs with me. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like now, I feel like they teaming up. <laughs> And not to say that I'm the darkest, you know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. still, just the hair. <laughs> we a black family, goddammit. We- <laughs> so, I said, oh, all y'all want to be mistaken for the, for the, yeah, I, for the Latins well, around yeah, I here. Never, yeah, I could never fly... Uh- fly to one of the, to one of the Latin countries anymore. They're going to get stopped. They never. Get- never. 
Never. Now it doesn't happen here as much as it did back home, mm. back in the DMV. But randomly, somebody, you know, used to walk up to Gerasmo and just start just going <laughs> in Spanish, full speed, no brakes, no, no, no check in yeah. to see if you really do <laughs> speak the same. same. Yeah, you don't even know what part of you know what I'm saying. Like you just automatically assume is is Central or South America. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like. She might be from, you know, Spain. <laughs> this is a different dialect. Now, so it hasn't happened that much here, but I said, I told him, I said, you can't go home with that. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, man? That big Rappi Chulo. <laughs> <laughs> He can't, he can't go. My fucking neck. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that nigga with a flannel and some, and some dickies? <laughs> yes. Yes. Hold up. I can. Hold up. Big Rise, my dude. Y'all not going to disrespect him like that, man. We not doing I, that. I can't call him that. Look, he keeps making decisions <laughs> that lead me further down the path of never calling him that again. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll call him the full government. Mm. I pull his middle name in there just so I don't. It don't even sound like I'm saying that. You know what I mean? Big Rappy Chulo is dope, though. <laughs> That's the new nickname for the show. I'm fucking with it, especially while he's walking around here shaking his hair. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He up in that motherfucker just a swinging his hair. <laughs> Slim. <laughs> My man got got a little silk joint that he puts on it mm. now. It's he's out of control. It's out of control. Mm. He didn't got to the suburbs and got real. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't even know what the, he got. No, real, he got real suburbs. He, he just far yeah. away from his niggas. If y'all was a couple more yeah. miles up north, he couldn't. He wouldn't feel comfortable doing it. But he's just far no, away from no. his niggas where he can get away. Oh yeah, he don't gotta worry about Jonah for his life. <laughs> no, yeah. no, because and then you know how young this generation don't they call each other on Facetime, mm-hmm. and then they put the phone on the table, so you never yeah. see the nigga. Mm-hmm. It's like y'all dudes. I don't know if there's a rule with dudes when y'all Facetime each other. Each y'all other y'all can't long. look at each other's. Yeah. <laughs> y'all can't gaze in each other's eyes. Nah, <laughs> Whole time I'm looking at my nigga background. If like if we was talking on the shit like this, I'm focused on the on the on the what's the those are LeBron's those are South Beaches. <laughs> if I was doing this, you looking nigga. at the you looking at the LeBron's <laughs> instead of looking at your okay. I got you. See what else we just discovered. Right. Yeah. But I I peeped it because I was I, I noticed. And uh, in one of the, we was chilling in the room. And one of his homeboys called, as they often do. They call him for just like regular, like regular life advice, Miss mm. Janelle. It's quite. He calls them his kids. Oh wow! Because they don't know. <laughs> no, seriously. No, he does. Because he they they the they need help. Yeah, mm. they, they're very reliant. They need, they need to, a leader. to know things. They need a leader. And he uh, helps guide them in the right ways of doing, like simple shit, like, hey, yo, bruh, uh, 
I went to that hibachi joint. And this is a real live conversation. I'm hearing this coming through the FaceTime. And so I'm, oh wait, I'm Meanwhile, sorry. I'm, Let me just, they're all in their 20s as as Big Rod yes. is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. They're all in their 20s. And, and these are, if you saw them in the street, you might think, you know, they present themselves. They're good dudes. Mm-hmm. Get, don't get me wrong. But they from Southeast. Mm-hmm. So they they dress a certain way, they move a certain There's way. There's a stereotypical. You wouldn't look. expect, mm-hmm. right? You wouldn't expect that this gentleman would be calling another gentleman to ask him why he got salad with his food. Like they put some salad in here, Joe. Like I think that got the wrong order. <laughs> now, <clears throat> why you would call somebody in Georgia mm. first? <laughs> Instead of go walking back in there <laughs> to correct the mistake, I mean, like, why would me. you talk to your server? Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, why wouldn't you read the menu where it says with every entree you get a salad? And he's like, I just thought I just wanted the soup, man. I don't even know if I can. Oh yeah, the soup in here, the soup in here. So, <laughs> son looks at me and is like, yo. No, they give you soup and salad. It's just like such as it's just like the Fuji spot. Da, da, da. <laughs> oh, they give you that to go. Oh man, okay. Uh, with the I don't even wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on. And then you hear the bag rustling. He <laughs> going to making sure the soup is actually in there. Okay, yeah, that's the soup, and it's the salad, huh? <laughs> Son's like, yeah, man. You get salad and soup. It should be two. You got some for your girl, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that's the other bag. So he go dig it. Yeah, all right. Everything cool. Thanks. Thanks, boss. (laughs) (laughs) And the level of fed upness in which he he gets off the phone is nuts, yeah. It's crazy. He's just like... (sighs) I'm like, are you okay, yeah, man? You, you like got, you got ch- I didn't know you had. <laughs> Yo, yeah. I'm about, like he's really helping them navigate through life. Like I would through never life. think to. <laughs> oh, it's a salad in here. Let me call Rob. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> Need to call Robbie to make some sense of this. <laughs> you need to call Big Robbie Where's for all Big your life. Robbie, when I've got this erroneous salad in my bag. <laughs> <laughs> Where is he Wait to make Where's sense Big of it all? <laughs> Where's Big Robbie is nuts <laughs> Hold on, I'm putting that in the name title right now <laughs> That's what be happening over here though yeah. And it's not that like that was the first one that I heard from I heard, The first conversation I heard from beginning to end And like Gerasmo was telling me, yo, they call him all the time just to just to navigate the world. Just to, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. Like it sounds good. But that was the first time I was in, I was present for the whole conversation. That shit blew my mind. Yeah. Cause when we were that age, I ain't call you and be like, yo. <laughs> now it's salad in this motherfucker. Huh? <laughs> Chevy's put this corn thing in here. I ain't ordered that. You know, like it's some cornbread shit in here. I don't know what to do, man. Like, should I go back in there and tell him I want this corn thing? (laughs) 
No, we never uh, had that type of conversation. Oh, yeah. No, but you that's what's happening. About, about the Outback bread. <laughs> it's hey, a brown one and a brown, white one in this motherfucker. What's the dude in it? What is that made out of? They said brown. I'm looking this up. They said it's pumpernip. <laughs> What's a pumpernip? I'm sorry. Hold on. What? Can you say pumpernip one more time? <laughs> <laughs> pumpernip. Oh man! Like I'm, I'm waiting for them to get to the cheesecake factory. (laughs) Oh, that booklet gonna fuck them all the way up. Oh, slim, yeah. He gonna be holding the phone to the booklet. Like, what's? Why they got jambalaya under specialties and pasta? That shit go fuck. There's too many cheesecakes. <laughs> what I like. You gotta remind that nigga what he's yeah. allergic of and shit. Yeah, remember you can't yeah. have this. Yeah, man. Let me Just find crazy. out he got his whole cruise birth certificates. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> no, the 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 driver's license incident. When we was making our way down here and his homeboy wanted to wait to the day before to get his license taken care of. Yeah. The way the way Big Rappy Chulo handled that shit was nuts. Yeah. He got on his ass like he was his daddy. You know for weeks we was helping him move. You can't get on a plane without no ID. What's wrong with you? Always wait till the last minute. Procrastinating all the time. I'm like, yo, it's why is he talking to him? Like that? <laughs> Shit, that's crazy, yeah, crazy. Um, uh, that's that's what's been going on over here. Miss Janelle been buying daycare <laughs> products. C Major, what you been up to, man? Oh, sim- similar vibe. Like I just crushed two two jars of applesauce in a mm. in an abnormal amount of time. Um, mm, okay. and I'm gonna be on my way back. I'll probably grab a can of sliced peaches too. Oh, I love that, yeah. That's classic. That's yeah. that's a that's a daddy thing right there. <laughs> I still got a can of peaches in my house from him. I don't even do canned peaches, <laughs> but it's just a can in here just mm. for him. I was like, I told she sent me to sent me to the store. She was like, Get a can of peaches. I was like, You making a cobble or something? No, that's for your daddy. I'm like, Wait a minute. <laughs> That's you it. just eat a can of peaches? Mm, yes. Oh, okay. Hey, man. Canned peaches is not my ministry. It's the simple. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Opening a can to get fruit. Okay. <laughs> but it's simple. Got you. Um, Placing bets yesterday. I was telling Miss Janelle before you, before we started the show, that I was watching a docu series last. It led me to watching a docu series on Showtime called Action, in which they are uh, breaking down the effects of sports betting becoming legalized, 
and the Supreme Court overruling um, the law that stood for many years, basically saying that Las Vegas was the only place you could place sports bets. And what that meant for Atlantic City and various other states and what that meant for billions and billions of untaxed dollars that were falling into the hands of your illegal bookies and things of that nature. It's a really interesting documentary. If you haven't seen it, I suggest you check it out. It's on Showtime. It's about four episodes, I think. I'm on episode three, but it was really dope. It really taught, it really showcases you know how you get people to volunteer to be on a docuseries because they you think they uh <clears throat> they're adding something, a new perspective to something. Mm-hmm. But the the they follow these four main gamblers so far. One that's a handicapper, uh two of them that are handicappers, one that has turned sports betting into a business, uh, and another who goes who's just a habitual. Who's just an addict, just a raw, <laughs> classic. He don't try to church addict. it up. He just an addict. no, no. But hearing the four people talk about how they got to where they are, it's a very similar story. You know, I lost like one dude who's a pretty famous handicapper online and has a huge following, like maybe three million followers, who buy his picks. Uh, weekly was in the hole several hundred thousands of dollars in his 20s and 30s and because he lucked up and won a couple of futures bets and was banned from Vegas (laughs) he now has now let me tell you I'm not going to give away too much I'll just talk about this gentleman's story because it was the most Interesting one for me. His name is Vegas Dan. Mm-hmm. And he's on uh, online, social media. This is his full-time job. He handicaps now because he's not allowed to step foot in any casino in Vegas. The The gaming board in Vegas has completely banned him. And he uses that to his advantage to talk about how good he is at betting. Mm-hmm. That he Now Vegas is like, no, you can't come back. He bet he did a futures bet on the Kansas City Royals winning the World Series. He did a futures bet, I want to say that same year on the Super Bowl. And then another one on college football, I want to say. I might have those mixed up. I should probably look them up to make sure I'm saying Fuck the right all that. thing. They're going to watch it. <laughs> but <clears throat> all of this within a year. He went in, put sizable bets. His parents loaned him the money for the Kansas City Royals bet. And I'm going to follow him to victory after this. <laughs> Futures bets. And now he's betting, you know, he's help, He's handicapping games and helping people win money on a weekly basis. He claims that his win rate is somewhere around 75%. Vegas... And the other three gamblers said that's preposterous. Nobody <laughs> wins 70-something percent. This dude who's a who's a addiction specialist said, you'd be lucky if you follow a handicapper who's around 55, 52%. Like, that's just what it is. Mm-hmm. You're not going to follow somebody who claim, who who 
anybody claiming to have a better win rate than that is lying to you, basically. So did he factor in the the losses that put him hundreds of thousands of dollars into in the hole? Because sometimes the math ain't right. (laughs) Every time they talk about the losses, they talk to his parents. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so he was losing their money. Okay. Yes. Yes. Oh yeah. So he is. He and let me tell you how much of an asshole he is. His parents. He admittedly, his parents. He admittedly says that his parents only made thirty to forty thousand dollars a year for the majority of his life, and they saved a good percentage of it. Their entire. They lived very meager. Mm. You know. So you imagine somebody, and and I I guess that he's our age, right? Maybe, you know, mid 40s, upper, you know, late 40s. So he's talking about this and he's saying that his parents, you know, both made around 30, 40 grand his entire life. Basically told me they ain't have it, bruh, to be giving it to you. For you to be a hundred thousand in the hole, like nigga. Several hundred, no, several mm-hmm. hundred thousands in the hole. So when he asked, when, when he, asked his father to borrow the money to place the bet on the Kansas City Royals. The producers went and asked the father, like, <laughs> knowing what he's done in the past, why would you lend him the money? And he said, he's a good salesman. I can't, I can't, what do you, what do you want me to say? And he won. And so now that he has won these future bets, he is, is he's taking care of his parents. Mm-hmm. Essentially, which you should. Mm-hmm. I mean, here's a here's a clear cut case of you owing your yeah. parents something, <laughs> like clear cut. But they, like I said, every time they bring up the losses, he's not in the room. The producers <laughs> going through the numbers with either his mother or his dad, telling you know, telling the rest of us, oh yeah, we he borrowed four thousand for this, he borrowed fifteen for this, we had to bail him out for this. They just going down the line. And I'm looking at this like, how did I don't want this? What? I'm not, <laughs> huh? I'm following you. I'm paying you four hundred and ninety nine dollars for your whale pit every week, mm. and, and you had to borrow money for hell no. It's a very good documentary if you're interested in sports gambling and the the disease because a lot of it focuses <laughs> on the disease. And you just get three, you get four very different perspectives of gambling addicts. What what's going on? Major's face when you said the disease, his eyebrows was like. <laughs> I woke up this morning and chose violence on DraftKings. This <laughs> see what I'm saying? We was look. We had a whole conversation. I'm going to get into all the details about the group conversation yesterday, and I felt like. I love my cousins, but I felt like they was hoping. I felt like they're gambling to hit a lick. And if you're gambling to hit a lick, you have a problem. It's just what it is. I gamble for fun. It's it's enjoyable to me to have something on the game and give me a little bit of extra oomph to watch the game. I got something to root for, something to cheer for. It has completely removed bias mm. as far as like the teams like I don't care I yeah I like Joe I, I like Patrick I don't care who wins I got money on mm. specific 
things mm-hmm. going on in the game. And it kind of frees me from that, you know, that loyalty of, okay, well, my team ain't making now I'm rooting for Kansas City. Nah, we we straight up looking at everything, mm-hmm. stats, facts, and having a good time. Yeah, nah, it does. Uh, it makes it enjoyable. Also, when you watching it with other motherfuckers who made bets in the room, and then you hear, oh, that's funny. <laughs> what bets yeah. they made, and you like, nigga, you you did yeah. better on that. <laughs> you, yeah, <laughs> you start roasting them. That's they, what I miss when they parlay and shit. <laughs> like what? You bet who would make a touchdown nigga. first? You wow. <laughs> yeah, it showed. It it started out the very first episode showed the sports uh, book area of the casino. You know, excited, jubilant, everybody's rooting, cheering, high fiving. And when they were going through that part of the footage, I remember I walked through sports bets. Sports, it don't look like that. No. I ain't never seen it. <laughs> I ain't never seen no. Not them niggas there. <laughs> no. <laughs> and I was like, where they get this footage from? This gotta be promotional video. For, from a new casino that was opening up because every time I walk through that part of the casino in Vegas, it looks like death. It looks like a funeral. Yeah. yeah. It's misery. It's people with pencils in their ears <laughs> looking at a bunch of papers or their tablet or laptop scratching mm, their heads. Sweating. It looks crazy. <laughs> Neck red. Yeah. Shit just... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Salivating all the wrong characters. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. You want to see? Like, yeah. The, it the, the wild, niggas who got to travel to go sports bet in one place, those are different type niggas. <laughs> yeah. And they're betting yeah. the house on it. So they're not happy. Oh, 100%. <laughs> oh, no. The one to do, it, it was like I said, it's very interesting. I'm not going to give away too much more. Trust me, there's a lot more. Um, it's a mini series on Showtime. Check it out. Now, now that we got all that out the way, C Major, I'm printing out my slips today. I'm going to look exactly how I described. (laughs) Your neck is reddening now. (laughs) Yes. I'm going to brew me up a big pot of coffee. That's when you know you got it bad when there's a coffee, when you drinking coffee all day. Coffee pot's always brewing. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> coffee pot is always brewing. You got a pencil in your dome, yeah, you're j- and you just circling shit. <laughs> this, time, this time that nigga ran for four. Yeah, you, okay. and this for this for the eight o'clock game. <laughs> you talk about just yep. pour a cup of coffee. <laughs> this is <shit's> wild. <laughs> nah, that's crazy. See, major. You got something for us? Yes, indeed. We're going to be opening the show with Sam Wills, Kofi Stone, and Jake Milliner with a track called Sweet Distraction. Just regular, Just regular niggas. <laughs> Love it. I've been questioning myself, myself. Trying to sit with the way I feel my head's looking all the time. Yeah. Ooh. 
You love it. <laughs> yeah, he turned that jump. The fade out was swift, wasn't it? Chop, chop this shit. God damn. Well, welcome to this week's episode of Reels and Feels. I'm your host, T Greasy, with our co host. And the Memphis Grizzlies have not won a game. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to let match <laughs> Since Uncle Shannon <laughs> did what he did, they have a chance tonight. <laughs> They're in Indiana today. Tickets are as low as nine dollars, according to this website. You could be in the nosebleeds in Indiana. Any of those folks who want to venture out in Indiana weather, but the Memphis Grizzlies. I'm looking at the <laughs> looking at the box joint now. Lost to Los Angeles, lost to Phoenix, lost to Sacramento, lost to Golden State, lost to Minnesota. Is this what was my man that was that they was claiming was putting a curse on everybody back in the day? What was that rapper's name? Lil know, B the bass god. Oh. Yes, <laughs> but wait, we not gonna let we not gonna let major let his people know that he on the show. Yeah, hey, I'm I'm major. <laughs> oh damn, my bad. <laughs> it's okay, uh, hey, I'm here. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> I got fixated on this stat line. I feel you. I feel you. My apologies, because you you brought it up first in the group chat, C Major. But C Major's here, <laughs> our producer extraordinaire, and uh, the Grizzlies. <laughs> I think when you tweeted, they were zero three since. <laughs> Since mm-hmm. Shannon <laughs> did what he did, <laughs> they have since lost two more games. So, damn. As we predicted, Shannon went on the show and apologized. It was a heartfelt apology. He said apologize probably 50 <laughs> times. <laughs> Ms. Janelle said it was the apology for 2004 remake. <laughs> <laughs> I was really waiting for him to bust out. This is my sorry for. <laughs> I was like, God damn, man! It was, it was, it was a lot. It was a lot. And what's crazy is when that clip went on the internet and Black Twitter got a hold of it. I love our response. Look, Twitter ain't Twitter without Black Twitter. Oh. I heard they're making a documentary with uh, about Black Twitter. I don't think they're going to do it justice at all. They have no way of, because part of what makes black Twitter, black Twitter is you don't know what's going to happen, but the, and you don't even know who to talk to the, the way that we like the way that black Twitter covers event, like it could be a major event and, and white Twitter 
the commentary looks completely different. <laughs> than <Right. Black> <laughs> I'm actually quite irritated that they're even trying to make a documentary about Black yeah. Twitter. Pl- part of what makes Black Twitter Black Twitter is the fact that we we don't talk about black t- like it's almost it's like white club <laughs> you in it yeah. or you not that's it either you either you in it you, exactly either you in it either you're a part of the thread even your algorithms are set <laughs> properly to participate in black twitter or you're not mm-hmm. so uh whatever they do with this documentary i feel like it might it's going to be trash cuz first of all i don't think you can fully go all the way back nah I mean, 2007, 2007 ish Twitter. You can't, you can't air that on TV. You can't go back and look at the shit that was said by black Twitter in 2007, 2008. That was, first of all, everybody would get canceled. Let's just put it right. (laughs) Let's, let's just put it out there. The shit, the wild shit that was going on on Twitter back then is not meant for 2023. No. It's just not. So you keep that where it is, which means they're probably going to enter somewhere around 2012, 2013. Even there, you get a little risque. still some yeah. crazy tweets out there. But if they focus on like the woke mo- movement, that ain't the, that ain't the black Twitter that I, I mean, I fuck with that. Twitter, but that ain't the black Twitter that I Yeah, you're not gonna I don't think that a documentary can successfully capture what black Twitter has been through the lifespan of Twitter. No. So no. And and bringing a kid up in black Twitter, like (laughs) like, it's so many facets. If you wanted to do it, it's so many facets to doing it. Like there's just certain things like my oldest is in she's in it. Mm -hmm. The other two kind of tiptoe around they they might see a tweet here and there though but my oldest is in it like i follow my oldest mm-hmm. like come on <laughs> like she all the way in black twitter i'm like oh shit this is what the new generation of black twitter is talking about i fuck with it and i love the fact that the parody of memes just anything got memed with the swiftness the gifs that would come through yeah, yeah man, i don't think this documentary is gonna do what it's supposed to do um Let's get into some Jai news. Amy Robach blindsided by the extent of TJ Holmes' alleged affairs. Bitch, you know the fuck you are. Bitch, know the fuck you are. You saw this coming the whole time. Bitch, <laughs> <laughs> When it's community D in the building, everybody know that's number one. Everybody first, yes, talk about it. <laughs> when Chanel. it is community D in the building, all of y'all know. And then, like, I, I get it. You're coming back. You're trying to separate yourself in a clean, somewhat yeah. clean way. But mm-hmm. nah, bitch, you were not blindsided. You knew. I told you. Everybody touched that. That's why you jumped on it. And it's okay. Uh. It's fine. I I personally have been, I want her to get her day. I still feel like she's going to come through this unscathed. I don't know why. I mean, I know why. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. I know why. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I spoke too soon. Don't, don't do that, Miss Janelle. I know why. But I'm tired of it. Yeah. I'm tired. Like you said, everybody, when there's community D in the building, let me tell you something about community D. 
Their advertising is top <laughs> notch, okay? When, when, when Community D is at the workplace, everybody knows. Yeah. They make themselves so available. There's product. Let me tell you about the marketing plan for Community <laughs> D. There's mar- there's there's product placement. Yes. <laughs> there's guerrilla marketing. There's emails. There's an email campaign. There's social media campaigns. There's a campaign in the lunchroom. There's a campaign at the staff <laughs> meeting. At the quarterly business review. He's over there fla- just thrusting for no reason. <laughs> By the time you hit, you you know all the stats, you know the circumference, the length, you know the, the techniques, yes. you know the positions. Two weeks into Community D marketing, <laughs> you've got pictures. You know what it looks like soft. You know what it looks like hard. You know what it looks like just outside of Volvo because... <laughs> About to enter the phone. <laughs> oh. <laughs> C Major, you know, community titties is the same way. Community titties at the workplace is the same way. Do not sit there and act like you ain't seen community titties. Because when they're at the workplace, <clears throat> them joints will show up. And with you not even thinking about community titties, and then you get an airdrop. Oh, shit. I got That's Miss Shirley's titties. <laughs> 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 God damn. Yeah. Hey, and you know Ernest Dick when you see, like, <laughs> God damn, I knew that nigga was, the, God damn, there go Ernest Dick. Just right there on my phone. Let me go ahead and delete that shit. I don't need HR up in my business. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then you chop it up with him a little bit at the happy hour and decide if you're going to, if you're going to take that, if you're going to take that ride. Right. But she trying to come with the angle of she was looking to this as a potential relationship to try to church up the That's bullshit. Cute. But nah, nah, Amy, you were nah. not blindsided. We don't believe you. No. Nah. Go back, go back to the drawing board. <laughs> go back to the white girl drawing board that y'all often go to. Just cry. Come up with another reason. Yeah, just back. cry. That's that's where we at in the process. Get on, get on national TV and cry. Yeah. And talk about how you were taken advantage of. Yeah, we done. Slim. Get the fuck out of here. Apparently, C Major did not like my source for this next story. He sent me back to the drawing board. <laughs> I'm just saying. I had to find another source. But an asteroid will pass close by the Earth this week, and here's how to watch it live. That was on space.com. C Major said <laughs> space.com. Wow, yeah. If you wanted, if you wanted me to believe something, like if they said the asteroid is going to hit Earth, <laughs> and all of us, it can't come die, from space. dot com. Can't come from space. dot com. So I went to earthsky.org. <laughs> there you go. Org is Org, better. Yeah. Okay. Org is better. I would have preferred dot gov, but uh, they be lying too. Org, Org is all right. January twenty six, uh, the asteroid went right by earth i didn't see or hear any residual impact see uh miss janelle you're still here <laughs> so it didn't affect you and you're trying to figure out <laughs> in, the, in a group chat why doesn't the asteroid love me <laughs> <laughs> 
as you stand there moving on. I'm asking Uncle Phil now, man. I gotta <laughs> ask Uncle Phil why the asteroid <laughs> don't want me, man. <laughs> the asteroid belt so, going crazy and everything just shooting past it. Look, what's going on? I don't know, man. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, maybe your asteroid <laughs> pheromones ain't really, you know, set to the right setting. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you need to tighten up your set so the asteroid no way to find you. Shit. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, next up, apparently Akon went on uh, <laughs> Joe Button Network. And started to uh, explain to a, a room full of men how they don't need women to create life. Um, uh, sure, why not? Why not? Why not burn Miss Janelle's eardrums why off completely? And then I'll and then I'll tell you what I think Miss Janelle did after she saw it the first time. As a woman, her role is to support the man. The man, we are the kings and the divine of this universe. They, a woman can never compare to the man. They have to understand that here in America. The woman don't create life. They support the creation of life. The yes. man is yes. who create life. Every time I say it, they laugh at me. Man, we're gods. We the ones that create life. And let me let me give you an, an example of the science of it. Here's a the man science. Right now, can create life without a woman, but a woman can't create life without a man. If I wanted to create life right now hmm. without a woman, I would just shoot my sperm, put it in the incubator, and just give it nine months by itself. Even maybe less with today's science, and a, a baby will be born. A woman can't do that. So, men, we are the creators <laughs> of life in actuality. <laughs> Wait a minute. Okay. 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 All right. Okay. <clears throat> Where you going? Okay. The chair can only go. <laughs> the chair only has so much range, B. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got to do some weird shit, kind of like uh, everything, everywhere, all at once, so I can find the right universe <laughs> to grab the other t greasy that can talk mm-hmm. about this shit with a straight face mm-hmm. okay did science create eggs am i off what 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 am i missing here where are the eggs that are that the sperm is is fertilizing he and did, did the government create an egg he and every nigga can go to the incubator store Get okay. theirs, nut in uh-huh. it, and make uh-huh. a kid based on aconism. Okay. What are they nutting? Nutting directly on? into the incubator. <laughs> this this one nigga commented, oh, that's why I, that's how I get my new socks and drawers. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Joe Button is wild. He clipped that <clears throat> on purpose. 
you 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 that 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 was on purpose. I find it incredibly irritating that he condemns other podcasters for doing just that and then turns around and and does it. That's irritating to me. Him him being clipped up as in part of that saying, but when I say it, <laughs> yo, when I say it, what are you talking about? <laughs> I, I want the most. I want. I want to see the whole. Th- that part makes me curious as to what. What did you say? What? Yo? What the fuck? What? What is? What? What part? When you say what? Like I need. I need more. I don't want to just judge you off of that. But this is all. This is all I've been given to judge. I need to know more. Okay. And then the other part of me is like, I don't want to know more of anything that they're talking about when it comes to this subject, because this is wild. I just, I just the beginning. I'm really just hoping that all the Akon fans leave women alone completely Go pick up their incubator oh, yeah. and make their own kids. <laughs> it's please fine. do yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, please. Do please. that part. All right. As a palate cleanser, as we move on to the next story, um, just as an update, Memphis still has not won <laughs> a game since <laughs> Uncle Shannon did what he did. Um, ben Simmons reportedly wants the $800,000 engagement ring back he gave his former fiance. This I found interesting. I saw people pro this. I saw people against this. Um, I think it's state by state, right? There's certain Yeah, there's some states that uh, see the engagement ring as part of a contract uh, yeah, that needs to end get in marriage. And give me back the ring. Yeah. You know? My my thinking is this. I'm hoping that that number is, is wrong because, first of all, you can get amazing rings for a fraction of that cost. Fraction. You spend an eight hundo and you're not you're not absolutely sure. Like you you feel you feel what I'm saying? Like <clears throat> Greece, when y'all got engaged. Both of y'all were sure that it was gonna <laughs> that it was gonna go down. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm hoping that that wasn't the number that he spent, and especially because you Ben Simmons and we. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> you need to hold what you got because <laughs> he don't know if he want to play basketball. So exactly, valid point. Because if you I'm if, not sure if, if your woman was for you, she'd say, "Baby, we need to do something different with this money." <laughs> That's yeah. The- I'm not. Uh, I just don't. <laughs> yeah, Ben Ben can't decide <laughs> if it's his neck or his back. So I maybe it's his pussy and his crack. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. College basketball coach details how Bronny James is unnecessarily difficult to recruit. So, either you want him or you don't. 
That pissed me off for a few reasons because he kept saying, you got to talk to the mom. First of all, his mother has a name and you know it. And you wouldn't say in reference to LeBron James, I got to talk to the dad. What the fuck? And that sounds really exploitative. Like you, you're used to being able to talk to a 16 or 17 year old kid, pump his head with bullshit. You should always have to talk to their parents. Like, what the fuck are you saying? They've been getting away with, here's the exposure. Y'all been getting away with bullshit, recruiting faculty and staff for many, for hundreds of years, recruiting athletes from all different types of sports, selling them pipe dreams and bullshit, using them, to boost your salary, to boost the coffers of already rich universities, and then not giving a fuck about these athletes once they put in their four years. If they don't agree with the system of whatever game style you playing, oh, we'll just redshirt them and ship them off. You transfer motherfuckers out in and out however you feel. You, you can block them from getting getting to the schools they actually want to attend. All of this shit has slowly been being uncovered over the years of how foul these coaches are. And now that they're getting exposed for the bullshit that they've been able to get away with, you want to complain about <laughs> you actually having to talk to some, You actually have to negotiate some shit? With, with adults? Like, who the fuck are you? Right. <laughs> I'll never forget the com- the the story of of Stephen of Stephen uh, uh, going to going trying to go to Duke, trying to and and just like all these other well known athletes that have come out of the college system with a terrible taste in their mouth, mm-hmm. whether it's getting highly recruited, getting to the school, not being allowed to play that the way that they. The, the style of game that attracted them to that school, them having to conform. Now, give, don't get me wrong. Coaching is coaching and, and a lot of players need coaching. But if you, if you go after a star athlete because of a certain way they play, then why not harness and utilize the way they play? But so many people's dreams have been crushed, have been sent to J. J. Cole, have been like, Y'all throw these bodies around like it's nothing. Right. So fuck you if you have to work to get the star. Then don't get them. Then don't get them. Stay your ass at home and, and go to another All-American's house where you could pull that shit off. These motherfuckers are smart. And they're the fucking James. Like, you're not, his dad is not Tim James the plumber. Like, he's like, I had to call a publicist and pe- People don't just have Savannah's number. Like, what What do you think this is? Where do you think you are? This is this is real shit. It's like if you were trying to recruit <clears throat> any megastar's child, you think you just... You, you, what, what the fuck? Who the fuck do you think you're talking to? <laughs> Who do you to? think you're talking to? First of all, I could buy you, recruiter, Right, man. like that's, what the that's fuck weird. Is wrong like, with what, you? what do you think this is? But I feel like I, I know the race of this recruiter. And just just up just update. Memphis is still not one <laughs> in game. 
I just keep refreshing the page just to make sure. Uh, moving on. Yeah, what if they this one asked, what hurts. What if the record actually was decreasing each time you gave up? They've now gone 0-13. 0-13 in a matter of 15 minutes. Um, Simply Orange Juice is under fire, but you're blaming the wrong juice. It's the wrong juice. A new... A new lawsuit claims the juice contains PFAS, also known as Forever Chemicals. I believe we talked about this on the show in a very old episode. I want to say that this was one of those chemicals that we talked about. The Simply Orange Juice Company is being sued for chemicals in its juice, but not the orange juice as that has been reported by another news outlet. The Guardian reported that the lawsuit alleges Simply Orange contains unnatural ingredients. However, the lawsuit filed against the Coca-Cola company and its brand, the Simply Orange Juice Company, actually alleges that Simply Tropical Juice is the one containing the chemicals. So all of you who read that headline and threw out your orange, out your orange juice. <laughs> that's not the one. Keep reading. That's not the one. Simply Tropical is a tropical fruit juice containing pineapple juice, lemon juice, and mango puree. Joseph Lorenz filed a class action lawsuit in New York claiming that the companies are misrepresenting the Simply Tropical Juice drink as an all-natural product. While the Simply Tropical bottle prominent, prominently displays all-natural label, the juice actually contains per and polyfluorocal substances, PFAs, Um a category of synthetic chemicals that are, by definition, not natural, according to Lorenz's independent testing. Now, I'm hoping that Lorenz's in independent testing is actually legitimate because it's false advertising. I don't think, and I find this, and the reason why I posted this in the chat is because I found it very difficult to find all natural milk alternatives. It is it is impossible to find an all natural milk alternative. Every single carton has something in it you cannot pronounce unless you make it yourself. And so I'm not saying that to justify what Simply is doing. I'm just stating that this could be a case where a snowball turns into an avalanche and a lot of brands can find themselves under fire for having that word natural on their products where there's ingredients that are clearly not natural. So that's all I have to say about that. No My thing is no concern. <clears throat> I hear you be <laughs> as a juice connoisseur. <laughs> No problems, no concern. No problems, no concern. No problems, no concern. <laughs> As a juice connoisseur, I'ma just tell people off rip, if your product is is containing pineapple juice and the container is transparent, it's probably having to have chemicals in it. Because if y'all know mm -hmm. that if y'all think about your life, pineapple juice tends to come in cans, in cartons, or in like a wrapped plastic jug. The like pineapple juice is very uh, unstable. 
if exposed to light. So if you're getting it in a transparent bottle, just know that it is chemicaled up to preserve the pineapple element in that Mm -hmm. juice. So just some things for you to look out for, even if a company is claiming one thing, um, just a little tidbit about pineapple juice. If it's not in a container that light can't come through, then it's probably got something in there supporting or it's artificial. That's it. See, I was able to get through that. Yeah, no. Unscathed. Right. <laughs> in other news, Memphis is still <laughs> not really any... Uh, basketball games. John Moran is actually very upset <laughs> at this moment. Let's move Over on. Rick Ross is afraid to... <laughs> Rick Ross is afraid Teslas will automatically drive him to the police. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. He said, I won't, I won't say I'll never have a smart car. But I've never written in a Tesla, Rick Ross explains to someone off camera. Never, never in my life. I've never written in a Tesla. And the reason being is because I've always had in the back of my mind, the government could tap into the brain of the car. Okay, where's Rick? He's over there. Nah, bring him in for questioning. Nigga like, where I'm going? It's leaving Wingstop. You pull up to the building and the agent walk out. Hey, Rick. <laughs> now, when I when I looked at it, I was like, okay, Rick on some fuckery. But when you think about who Elon Musk is, and when you think about <laughs> the the bullshit that he's willing to do to support a fascist society, mm-hmm. um, and even though their claims of having a functional self-driving car have been proven to be false, um, but we're not, I don't think we're too far. I don't think we're 10 years away from the technology to be able to do that. Now with that, you have to consider if programming is taking place, then somebody can come in and decide where your self-driving car is going to take you. Mm-hmm. So in that overarching respect, I can fuck with what Rick is saying, <laughs> but for Rick to be like, doo, 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 and it's taking you from Wingstop. <laughs> And now you're questioned by the police. And Rick, come on, baby kitten. We know that you're you're not you're not the one that they're looking for. Uh, like, oh, maybe. Uh, well, he is trying to get farmland, so <laughs> they really might be trying to take him out. And he's cop some cows and shit. So if he's trying to live sustainably, yes, that is an enemy of the state. But yeah. <laughs> But yes, yeah, not a, not quite in the terms that Rick Ross stated it. But yeah, I could see in the future if we move towards self-driving cars. Because you know my steez, as a person who hates to drive, that seemed like an attractive alternative. But mm-hmm. you, you, you do have to consider that if somebody has set up the programming to control that situation they can control that situation sometimes and i've heard of people saying you know that their electric cars will just stop on them and do yeah wild shit so hey man you never know rick ross don't mind just that news is often buried (laughs) (laughs) he's over there (laughs) 
Bring him in for questioning. You know how he talks with so much conviction, but he whispering the shit. Right. Wait, wait, baby. What was the shoulders mean? <laughs> yeah. He transformed. <laughs> Yeah, I know he did something with his. He one hundred percent did, yeah. Oh shit! Crazy as hell. Um, let's move on. Amber Rose shares her thoughts on men, and she claims she won't ever date again. They're pretty disgusting out here. I want to be single for the rest of my life is how the headline reads. Um, more, this is another quote from her and then I'll leave it to us to discuss. <laughs> it's worse than ever. She expressed. They're pretty disgusting out here. They're fucking gross. Like I want to be single for the rest of my life. Rose further explained that she doesn't want to share her house or her life with anyone nor does she plan on welcoming any man around her kids. Most of all, though, she says, I don't want to have sex. It's so gross. I don't want it. Rose has been in a number of high-profile relationships from Kanye West, 21 Savage, to Wiz Khalifa and Alexander A.E. Edwards, whom she famously called out for allegedly cheating on her with at least 12 different women. The pair called it quits over the summer of 2021, and while she hasn't been publicly linked to anyone else since, since then, it appears as if mother plans to keep it that way. I've heard this rhetoric. It's as old as time. You you have been in tumultuous relationships. You you don't like the feeling. You don't like the 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 way you the person you are after the relationships are over. And you proclaim to never, ever want to be a part of the dating game ever again. I think there's a lot of people in this bucket, grouped in this bucket. And while the comments were a shambles, let's just call it what it is. Mm -hmm. A lot of men saying it's her fault for choosing who she dated. A lot of women also, you know, tagging along for the. (laughs) <laughs> for the internalized misogyny. <laughs> yeah. But I think what's really missing is the expectation. I mean, we've talked, this is something that we talk about on this show all the time. It's the expectation of men and and what they get into a relationship for and the expe- expectation of women and what they get into a relationship for. Y'all are clearly not on the same page because if you were, then you wouldn't call them disgusting. And if he were, that he wouldn't find a need to cheat. You can have a conversation about what y'all both want out of the relationship and move on for there. But this just this un it's this thing that we don't like to talk about called selfishness where both parties go into relationships with expectations, not verbalized and then get all up in their feelings when the shit doesn't work out the way they expect it to. But if you're not communicating what you need from your partner in a relationship, then I I don't know what else to tell you. And for men, you know, 
there are women out here that will date you that will there are there are women out here that will do what you need them to do you just not doing the work to find them or they don't want them or they don't want you <laughs> no, no like but honestly i but I think on the on the flip side too with dudes, like dudes don't want the women that they claim they want. They want to change the yeah. woman that they're really attracted to into the woman that they want. And that's not mm-hmm. that's not how this yep. works. But also in <laughs> it it real shit though, if I could take this to a broader sure. level, patriarchy is a thing. The system of it is a thing. And People talk about pick better men and all of that, but yeah. if you have not come across a man, wait, what'd you say? Huh? What'd you say, Manja? Nothing. <laughs> all right. So if you have not come across a man who has unlearned and unlearned a lot of things, learned a lot of things, made adjustments in his life, it's that mm-hmm. same thing where you're like, yeah, if I'm, if I'm in a room full of snakes, and half are poisonous and half aren't. I'm I can't sit there. The pickings are too slim for me to be successful. You know what I'm saying? And that's a real thing. And in cishet relationships, women are often getting the short end emotionally, because again, patriarchy does not demand that men develop emotional intelligence. That's a choice that men have to make. Um Objective. patriarchy has bleached a lot of women's domes where, <laughs> where we which I think contributes to the breakdown in communication and also if you discuss you know when she said I don't even want to have sex with him like the orgasm gap is real like mm-hmm. everybody's having good sex statistically except for heterosexual women and you've got a lot of men out here who are using women like blow up dolls and I'm a, I'm a, uh, 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 and be done. And that's really a lot of people's realities. And like I said, you know, as a woman who has, who didn't experience horrible sex until I was 40 something, <laughs> it's still, it's still what out there. It, it, I know what that I am an anomaly, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it, it, now what I will say Is that a lot of times Once women You know Because you could throw out The whole Choose better men thing But fuck that Because The list of better men Is very short But what I will say Women don't take A lot of accountability with Is staying with Fucked up niggas Like staying in situations That don't serve them I don't I don't understand that part Um Yeah But I I say all of that to say I I get where she's coming from and I get where people can turn turn into that because when you hear the discourse from both sides everybody is like you said Grease saying what the other person needs to be doing for them how they need to fix themselves all of that kind of shit but mm-hmm. first and foremost you need to look internally and and prepare yourself to be the person that sh- you should be in a relationship but also there's a lot of things that systemically we need to unlearn that we need to decide that we're not going to push forward and keep going 
and a lot of the rhetoric that I'm hearing, you know, that we hear in, in podcasts, in social media, in real life conversations, in barbershops, whatever, a lot of the discourse that we're hearing is old, old ways of thinking that really never served us. It's like patriarchy is not going to be the thing that heals the black family. That's not, <laughs> that's not what it is. But if you think so, then you're probably going to have a harder time dating. And if you're a woman who doesn't think that way and you're surrounded by men who do, it then becomes, you know, and that's why, you know, that further solidifies that sexuality is not a choice because goddamn, for a lot of women, I think if they, if they could find their attraction outside of heterosexual relations, if, if more people, if people could, identify with more on the spectrum. Mm-hmm. You, Cause like, like, like when we discussed Duran Bernard, like the man that you want might, might be queer. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> but again, men and women have to unlearn a whole lot of bullshit that the system has put on us. And if you don't actively do that, then it's going to be difficult for you. I'm glad you brought up, uh, cousin Durand again because he's now my cousin. Mm-hmm. I've claimed him yeah. as a cousin, and uh, you know everybody's faulty. And I'm sure he does some problematic things, but we all do. Mm-hmm. Cousin Durand brought up another thing. Uh, he he tweeted something in the past week or so about fucking your friends, mm. and why aren't more people fucking their friends? Yeah. And having a real conversation, he's like, "You already love your friends. Yeah. Your friends are your are your. It already you know, makes you have sense. Who, it makes so much sense <laughs> if you're both mature enough and have done the work within to be like, all right, well, you know, when I'm feeling frisky and you feeling frisky, let's just go ahead and and have church, for lack mm-hmm. of a better word, and then." We could go back to being friends because this is dope. But you have to do the. I mean, he's upsetting a lot of people. <laughs> he is upsetting a lot of people. But a- another thing too, where I don't, I've never understood, and we've had this conversation before too. Like I've never understood people's aversion to moving to the next level with their friends. Like you already like them, mm. you already love mm-hmm. them. If the fucking is good, why why aren't we a duo? And why can't like you're the person I can have the conversation with the most. Do we want to yep. be exclusive? Do we want because we can make this thing our very own. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And that's why so many times people end up with with in relationships with people that they don't find to be their friend. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think where it gets dangerous for a lot of people who do the friendship relationship thing is you've got to get out of your mind of putting them in the box as a friend and move beyond that yeah. into uh, building a, a long lasting relationship with them as a lover and uh, a supporter of their well being <coughs> and them of your well being and progressing you know, um, into a relationship. I think that's where a lot of friends who fuck get hemmed up because they, they, they've created this box, put that person in and can't see anything past mm-hmm. that. Um, 
lot of mind opening that needs to go yeah. go now for, for those who are still out there looking what you and think, searching Major? for love. <laughs> nuts, B. Go ahead, get them off, young. However you gotta do it. <laughs> Fuck your friends. <laughs> Wait a minute. We we might need to just discuss how we can put this show out due to visuals. <laughs> First of all, he spent the first let's okay, let's pull back the curtain. First of all, he, he spent a good chunk of time. Lean into the side outside of the camera eating something. Yes. Going to the okay. kitchen. Yes. He went to the kitchen. Keish slapped his nuts with her paw. <laughs> <laughs> you looked uncomfortable, see, baby. So I just assumed she just landed on you ill in a weird way. And then you start leaning to the side to eat something out of what looks to be a, a to-go container. <laughs> And then, and then magically a beard pops up. It's a lot visually going on this show, y'all. And I might post this <laughs> if I wasn't talking about Big Soda. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Oh, shit. oh, would you look at that? <laughs> Memphis still hasn't won again. <laughs> at the screen like uh, an update really popped like up. Let <laughs> <laughs> me find out you got a New Jersey a recurring alarm every every 27 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> Just yeah. New Jersey woman pushing 30 fakes away into high school for almost a week before officials notice. Hey uh let me see. I never wanted to go back to high school. High school wasn't the shit to me, but I know a couple of people who wish they mm. could because high school was the end all be all for them. Mm-hmm. So this doesn't seem far fetched. A New Jersey woman pushing 30 years old allegedly faked her way into a New Brunswick high school before school officials realized she was years too late for the senior prom. Uh cannot pronounce this first name. So we're going with Miss Shin. We're going to mm-hmm. go with Shin. That's the last name. 29 is accused of showing a forged birth certificate, birth certificate to school officials to attend classes with teenagers at New Brunswick High School, according to authorities. New Brunswick Superintendent of Schools, Aubrey Johnson, informed the district school board at a Tuesday meeting uh, the woman attended classes for four days. While attending while she attended some classes, most of her time was spent with guidance counselors trying to get more information on her. Johnson said during the meeting that was posted online by news outlet News New Brunswick. Authorities were immediately notified and the individual in question has now been arrested for, for providing false documentation. It is an unfortunate event. Communication has been provided to the parents of individuals that the young lady may have come in contact with, and communication has also been provided to all high school parents today. What is the motive for this? Well, they said first of all, they showed a picture of her um, in another start in another story. I'm sorry I didn't post it, but she looked every bit of thirty. Um, Mm. <laughs> and, so uh, they had a reason to call her to the, yo, the counselor's yeah, office. The counselor was suspicious immediately, but also uh, there were also reports that 
uh, young people were saying, you know, they that she got their number and continued to reach out to them. Um, mm. So it might be a mental health issue. That could be dangerous. Yeah. yeah. Might be, you might be on predator mode. You, you know, it's just, it's, mm-hmm. it's wild uh, and unfortunate, mm-hmm. but I'm glad they figured it out before the week was out. Yeah. Right? Before she, before she, God forbid she joined the track team. Or something. <laughs> right? you know before she got into a uniform. Like. <laughs> uh, that's crazy. Um, Miss Janelle, I, I have a bone to pick with you. Oh, wow. Mm. Uh, just some tiny one. Okay. What weirdo shit are you on, yeah? <laughs> Everything, everywhere, all at once has got to be the weirdest shit you've ever sent me to go watch. I don't understand <laughs> why we had to go around the fucking multiverse for her to repair. Spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't seen it. All right. For her to repair her relationship with her fucking family. This was nuts, yeah. And this is just the type of weirdo shit that will sweep the Oscars. But Slim, it wasn't a very creative movie. Uh nah, not to me. Okay. That's not my that's not my jam, yeah. Okay. That's not my jam. I fucked with it because it was different than what I had been seeing. That yes, different. And yes. A, a a common theme is the fracture of a family. And I thought what I thought was interesting was the way that the daughter decided that all of this is bullshit in every universe that I go to, this is bullshit. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to be a villain. Like that to me is a dope villain origin story. If everywhere I exist is some fuck shit, then I'll burn all of this shit down. You know, I'm I mean? rolling with that. If they focus on that, and then part two is her, the reconciliation came in part two. Well, not even that. You don't ever want I, don't to see want, I don't want to reconcile. You just want straight mayhem. You just want chaos. <laughs> yes, this was. This feels a lot like the Joker. You know the the the, in in a sense, it felt like that to me. It was it was. And and for lack of a better word, like blame my vocab, blame my limited vocabulary. But that was a weird Joker Joker movie. It's just weird. <laughs> it's just like all of this, all of this, everything, all wrapped up together, <laughs> tight, nicely in a bow, made you the Joker. See, Major, have you ever seen the weird Joker? No, I ain't watching right, it. With um, is it Joaquin yeah. Phoenix? Yeah, yeah. I I I, I would I would. I would let I would say that it it gave me the same vibes. It's not the same mm-hmm. movie. It's not hella depressing. I don't want to put that out there, but it gave me the same type of vibes that is getting this much Oscar acclaim for a very like you said to use your words a different approach on repairing a family. You're, you're repairing your family emotionally mm-hmm. in 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 the relationships that you have with your daughter, your your father and your and your husband. It just seemed like I don't know. Don't set me up. Here it is. Okay. 
don't set me up for an epic battle scene and that never happens. <laughs> okay, I can get that. Cause because the advertising can lead you to believe you're gonna see some dope ass battles. And that's yes. it. So the extra can be like, wait a minute, I came here for battling. I came here to see yes. Michelle do what the fuck she does. I came to see her in what was that, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon mode. And that won't yes. be what you get. I get no. that. Yes. But come on. And but, it was, oh, go come ahead, on, Don, Joe. Go ahead. The way they jumped, the way she jumped from verse to, that shit was weird. <laughs> like, you can't tell me that's not weird. Yeah. I thought it was very weird and very dope. Like, for me, it was a departure major. <laughs> from all multiverse shit that I seen. It was a departure from that. And, and for that, I fucked with it. And I can't front. The fucking hot dog finger universe. Yeah, that universe is nuts. Yeah, I was just about to tell C Major, there's a universe where your hot dogs are fingers. Where your fingers are hot dogs, my be. Wildest universe I've ever heard of in my life. Slim. <laughs> and then when you make love to each other and you, and you squeeze on the fucking hot dog fingers, ketchup and mustard comes out. Weird shit. Blockhead universe. <laughs> Weirdo shit. I saw that shit. I looked at Gerasmo because Gerasmo was cooking dinner when I started it. And when I when it first kicked off, I was like, yeah, this isn't a Gerasmo movie. You know how mm-hmm. you you just know your partner. And I was like, she needs to sit here, absent phone, really focus. And this isn't her vibe. Right. So I finish in the movie upstairs because we pause for dinner. Finish it upstairs. Hot dog universe <laughs> pop up. She look at me all weird like I chose this. You know what I'm saying? I said, no, this is Janelle. <laughs> Janelle said, we got to watch this, right? And this is some weird old shit with hot dog fingers. Got y'all tripping through the glitterverse. That's wild. <laughs> the gl- the glot verse was nuts, yeah. But you can't, I saw. you couldn't relate to when the stone rolled off and then the other stone rolled with it. Like, it was too weird. The googly eye they had googly eyes on the fucking st- Hey uh, nah. <laughs> Sorry, Miss Jill. Not rolling. Not rolling. That's fair. It, it, you know, we we you know it. I get. Here's what I get. Okay. Based on what I've seen, <clears throat> my twenty plus years of being an adult, it's gonna smoke the Oscars because this is the type. Because I've done the work in the past to go watch Oscar winning movies, and they're usually weird shit like this. <laughs> It's usually shit just like this is so it's like they oh it was so artistic the way they invoke the emotion of blood. no that was hot dog fingers nigga like there's that no was one of many universes B okay there's a universe okay 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 there's a universe C major where this hibachi chef is cooking up shit and he's a fucking phenom and the only reason why he's a fucking phenom is because there's a raccoon under his abachi chef hat showing him it's, and teaching him how the to fucking raccoonies but it's raccoonies yes 
No, no, please explain yourself. Michelle. No, I'm saying like, <laughs> I, like I said, it was a dope approach to the multiverse thing. You know what I mean? To me, it was. Um, mm-hmm. And it was a it was a dope approach to a trope of dealing with family. It was it was a departure from what I'm used to. You know, uh, I, I, look, the uh, the underlying story was great. OK. Repairing you know, her getting to the point where she repaired a relationship. And that, that was good. I don't like how we got. OK, there. that's fair. It was it was a very it was a very weird way to get there. And therefore, uh, my Oscar prediction is they <laughs> will sweep. Best actress, supporting actor, actress. Uh, I will shout out to my man. I want to say his name is K. K. Hua, who was also Data in the Goonies. Yeah. Uh, that's my dude. Fuck with him. And his voice hasn't changed for some strange reason. <laughs> he has the same voice as he did when he was 12 years old in the Goonies. That's nuts. But I thought I that their that. arc was dope too in the many universes where he stayed down. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, he was all the way yeah. in. Yeah. All the way in. Yeah. K Hua Kwan. Yeah, I wanna I wanna put some respect on his name. Uh Michelle is a beast. I don't yeah. like there's nothing to say about that. Yeah. I, I can't critique the acting. You just can't. Like they just did their thing. I can't critique the it weird. It was weird. And you didn't need the it to weird. be weird. I, got I didn't to. need it to be that weird. Yeah, I got that's you. it. All right, Mrs. Janelle, <laughs> do you have a touchy subject for us? I do. I just have a, a quick question. Um, Kind of in light of, you know, we've referenced the podcast on this show. We've referenced the issues between men and women and all of that. And we've all seen and heard shit where people talk about why you will end up alone <laughs> oh um so i want to ask y'all based on the discourse that we're seeing on podcasts and on social media why should you be alone oh <laughs> can i go first sure. i'm uh okay uh i'm alone because and I, these are all quotes <laughs> loose quotes <laughs> Not, you know, loose quotes. Why you'll never get nobody. <laughs> Why I'll never get nobody. Yes. Uh, I, I dress like a pretty boy. Mm. Um, um, I'm not emotionally available. Okay. Um, what else was I told? Oh, uh, I don't have a good enough job. Mm. Um, I don't respect, I don't have any respect for, um, for men in general. Okay. Somebody told me that, which I found odd because I have the utmost respect for the men in my life um, until they fuck up. So I think that's part of it. Yeah. I tell the truth. That's another one. Well, they didn't say that I tell the <laughs> truth, but the fact that I just say shit mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what a mouthy, I guess, would be a term for it. Yeah. I was going to be alone because I'm mouthy. And then I was going to be alone because 
don't nobody want <laughs> a woman to be in a relationship that's like their homie. Mm. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm done. All right. Major? Oh, um, I don't care. Soulless. Um, <laughs> too nonchalant. <laughs> Somebody once told me you'll never be nothing to love. That was hilarious. I thought that was just clever. <laughs> I was like, bitch, are we in a sitcom? Like this is- <laughs> nothing to love? You'll never be nothing to love. <laughs> God damn. She also call you a jive turkey. Right? That's <laughs> that was- <laughs> I know. Wow, she that, it does feel like it came out of good man. times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, it's just to, to name a few, you know. Most of them surrounded by my lack of days ago and nonchalant attitude. (laughs) (laughs) I recently learned that I should absolutely be single and that the odds of me finding a partner are less than 5%. Ooh. (laughs) Science. (laughs) Okay. Because, uh, first of all, I'm dark skinned and bald. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hate Jesus. Mm-hmm. You hate Jesus. <laughs> Tyler Perry man. I'm, 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 I'm evil Tyler Perry man. Um, I've already got. I've already started my cat mission. So you know how bad was be yeah. like. You're gonna be sing. You're gonna be over. I'm over forty. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm building my cat collection. Kingdom. Yeah. <laughs> The Academers. <laughs> um, some things that I was told specifically was, uh, I don't care. Um, mm. I give men too much freedom. Uh, wow. I was told, yeah. Because mm. I, I don't do the whole... I'm not. I'm not working for shit. I'm, if you, if you're not here, I'm not asking you where you. I'm not going through phones. And I mm-hmm. had a player say, you know, you make a dude feel like he could do whatever. And I'm like, well, if you, but you can, you can. I don't give a fuck. And so that was supposed to count me out. Mm-hmm. Um, and people don't just so the listeners understand. This is not my first go around of being bald. So <laughs> in my in my teens. Mm-hmm. I also yes. <laughs> removed all of my hair and and actually booked up a nigga after I did that. Yeah, because in this situation, in my current situation, I had the nigga and then did that. But, um, oh, I got I got a gap in my teeth. That was supposed to cancel me out. Damn, forever. Oh, yeah, I remember that era. Yeah, yeah back in the day. Yeah. No, oh, you forget. You dark skinned. Too. Yeah, I'm dark skinned. Again, yeah. the, yep. the Tyler Perry yeah. package. Let's, let's get this. Oh, yeah, you did say that. Let's get them all out from, from the youth. Yeah. I was too tall for a lot of dudes at a period of my okay. life. Uh, uh-huh. And apparently, I'm not supposed to be tatted. Uh, apparently, that's a, a huge That's turn a good one. Um, yeah. I've been told I want to be the man. So, <laughs> oh, same, same. <laughs> yeah, man. People be like, oh, you got that masculine energy. Okay, cool. But, 
<laughs> whatever. Wow. Wow. I actually have masculine <laughs> energy. And nobody's ever told me that. Uh, not, the crazy part is I get told that like in recent time, like I have people respond to me in a certain way and I'm, and I'm fully relationshiped up. And that's the part that's always so funny to me where people mm-hmm. be like, well, nah, you'll never blah, blah, blah. Cause granted I don't have a ring on my finger, but people don't know what's going on at my right. house. Right. Um. Yeah, man. I've been told, you know, you, 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 one of them. I don't need a man for shit types. And you knowing me for thirty plus years, I've never said that. <laughs> like, I don't even understand yeah. where that comes from. But uh, smelled it on you. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you don't need a man. I, I, <laughs> what they really want to say is you don't need me. I can't bring anything to the table that you need yeah and so yeah. yeah um but it's so wild though the 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 things that i see while i'm scrolling that tell me i'm supposed to be by myself and dying alone oh we were supposed to be talking about scrolling oh i was going <laughs> I'm like about, I, real life i've always oh, heard it oh. but i'm just talking about in recent times oh yeah as oh, i'm yeah, scrolling yeah. i see so yeah. many things where i'm supposed to be this victim of a horrible lonely life and uh oh, I just I feel like CJ's was like real nigga, cool. I put pine I put pineapple on my pizza. Niggas ain't fucking with me. <laughs> 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 talking about scrolling shit. Yeah. Yeah, Niggas ain't fucking shit. with you from your, your yeah. pizza style yeah. and you own an umbrella. <laughs> These bitches don't even I'm think not I'm fucking with him because he <laughs> Wait a minute, hold on. I think we just uncovered something. CMAG, you put pineapple on your pizza? <laughs> How the fuck did this get past the board? Yeah. How did what he get a mic? He don't have a family no more. Slim, <laughs> <laughs> oh, how the fuck did you get a mic? Yeah. Oh, we gotta, you, we gotta you, talk you to pineapple gang banging ass nigga. Yeah, I don't fuck with the pineapples like that. Not no pizza, man. Major pizza is pizza. Major, major. I don't know. We might have to talk. We might have to vote on your. You still on? You still on your third show? Because pineapple on pizza is the shit. Pineapple ham and some jalapenos, and you get a little. I don't even know who I'm talking about. Slim, and then the the pineapple get a little bit of char on it. Mm -hmm. I don't know who these people are anymore. Slim. Whenever I get pineapple on that shit, make make that shit well done. I don't give a fuck. Young, (laughs) thought we was cool. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, next week's episode will be the pineapple pizza committee. I'll come back. I'll I'll find a new team. Wait, all the times I asked for a new team, and y'all was like, "No, (laughs) this." You, that's why you buy yourself because you're not trying to work through nothing. <laughs> you're not that's willing it. to work through. I'm not really okay. Yeah, you're right. Pineapple <laughs> pizza, I can't. You can't eat half that. Yo, like it ruins the whole pizza. The- oh no, because the juice will slide on them inevitably. You'll have and the way that it, your- the sweetness gets mm-hmm. with the saltiness of the cheese. Mm. Well, you know me. I ain't about sweet dinner anyway. <laughs> Come on. Me neither. Because I'm piling up the bacon and I got the motherfucking ham. You get the salty in the. Mm. 
the sweet is just mm-hmm. there. It's just like the hey, I'm here. You know. But major, throw the jalapenos on that bitch too, because the spice gonna connect with yeah. all of that shit and yeah. for Voltron. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just anybody that likes regular pepperoni pizza <laughs> with an occasional vegetable on it, holla at me, DM me at T Reezy on Twitter and Instagram. I'll send you a mic and you know, we'll, we'll figure out a schedule. I'll send you a mic. Reese, I ain't expected to end this way. Yeah, man. <laughs> me neither. So, look, I'm shocked. <laughs> I'm crushed right now. My heart is weeping right now. <laughs> a good friend for so many years. When we order pizza, I never saw the pineapple. Because like I, I feel like y'all hid this from. I me. know how people roll. Well, yeah, so when wanna, when I'm having a private pizza time, of, yeah, I want a pineapple. Oh, so y'all know it's wrong. <laughs> we just know. <laughs> we just know how it gets. You know what I'm saying? I do this shit in private. I, I, okay, I it's like the, it. it's like the I, friends I in the friend on. group that's actually fucking, but when they come around, everybody we <laughs> everybody act regular. Everybody else, yeah. everybody gonna trip once they find out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I see what's going on. All right, Coco, don't do it to me. Don't you dare tweet me. I count on you, Coco. Do not do this to me. You can't do lose her me. too. I can't lose Coco. Oh, yeah. Shit. <laughs> neither snow bunny you you neither <laughs> y'all supposed to hold me down don't y'all come to, nope t-boom i'm counting on you even on natalie <laughs> nope hey y'all better not i don't give I a feel fuck like natalie definitely if y'all tell me i can get my sundays back cool if y'all are gonna reject this show because of the delectable Hawaiian pizza being offensive to you all, fine. Coco, you might. Coco is she is from the Caribbean. So fuck they throw me, pineapple man. on anything. They'll jerk the pineapple and throw that bitch on the pizza. Girl, mm. shit, it's over. <laughs> DJ Rob. <laughs> <laughs> That really oh, sounded Jer- like a Jeremy, Mac <laughs> Demon, Big Rappy Chulo ain't putting no pineapples on the pizza. Hell nah, Web Rats, somebody. <laughs> Please, nope. Oh, Beacus. We might have to look the same way we broke down. Well, nah, you you understand. We ain't changed. We ain't changed. Uh, Major's mind about lemon pepper on wings. We're not gonna change your mind about. Yeah, no. (laughs) 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 That is true. That is true. And it's just like it's a sweet thing. I can't. That's just what. Like when I make homemade jerk. When I make my own seasoning blend, mm. I leave out the sweet. I got Because I don't want that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So. Damn, you don't even. Damn. For my homemade mix? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't put no sweet in it. It could be like citrus juice from an orange. <laughs> <laughs> citrus, citrus juice from an orange. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I am here for the heat, baby. <laughs> I'm here for the fucking heat. 
y'all lucky I found this cardamom or whatever the fuck it is that Old Spice. That's a little too too sweet adjacent almost. <laughs> Sheesh. Well, thank you for that, Miss Janelle. We uh discovered that Learned we, don't that know we each hate other. each other. <laughs> Boy, I, I, I didn't know it was gonna turn wind up this well, I feel like we all going Mama to told me one day it was going to happen. <laughs> she never told you when. She never told me when. <laughs> they told us it would happen when we were much older. Yeah. Damn. I wish it would have happened. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, as always, at Reels and Feels on Twitter and Instagram, I did mark some clips on this video. I don't know if I can release it. <laughs> This this show really upset me. Um, <laughs> I did my hair today too, so I had that wild. I had that wild part that just <laughs> you smoothed out your part, I smoothed out that natural part that was happening on this side of my head. Yeah. <laughs> I'm T Greasy on <laughs> on Twitter and Instagram. I'm Devious Dose for the last time. Since <laughs> we're getting the boot. You can find me on Twitter at C Major P U A C E E. That's C E E Major P U A C E E. You can find me on IG at C Major. That's C E E Major for that UK nigga. Uh, just posted some uh. Um, you know, some venues I'll be performing at this upcoming month in February. Tap in if you want to see me. Outside of that, hit the link in the bios, get into anything I'm getting into, music, videos, all that. Good shit. Um, producers, uh, thank you for continuous, for your continual support. We've got, um, we got to plan our next episode out. I'm trying to come up with a, a, a an idea that makes sense. Um, some new content for you. Because the last producer episodes, we recorded them a while ago. We had technical difficulty. They were old topics. I feel a little bad about that. So we're going to try to keep that producer's episode a little less topic heavy and more, you know, um, unique content for you guys. Uh, anybody who wants to become a producer and get that bonus episode, which includes video, you can do so by going to reelsandfeels.com, click on the donate donate tab and become a monthly donor. It's $5 a month. And what that does is to help us pay for the equipment, the services that we use to provide this episode, these episodes to you. Um, this stuff costs and this helps off, offset that cost. So we really appreciate all the producers that we have. Um, even those who forgot and just got that thing just going every <laughs> month. We appreciate you. Appreciate yeah, definitely. Um, see, Major, you got something for us? Yes, indeed. What we got right here is Cashley James with a track called Lucid Dream. I've been feeling lost in my soul Search 
Wake up, my heart skip beat. Cause you not next to me. Yeah, yeah. I had some only nights. We can both agree. Cause you fucked over me. I was like, who is she? Them dark days I couldn't sleep. Was popping melatonin. Was supposed to be no baby. But I said you was with your homies. I ride for you. I slide for you. Don't act like you don't know me. Was gonna get matching rolling. You got locked and rolled out on me. I paid for pills. I paid out the bills. You walked out with the bread with the heels you showed me you was like a shit but you said you was real so when you said you love me i already knew the drill fuck nigga i've been feeling lost in my soul searching for you but but she clearly got rid of the problem. How is her soul lost? Like, like nothing seemed good about that situation. Why, why are you, why are you worried about waking up and he's not there? That's the win. Like you, <clears throat> the whole verse said he was trash. Why are we? I'm too old. I'm too old. Memphis still. <laughs> Has not won a game since Uncle Shannon, <laughs> Uncle Shannon, on the court at uh, the Staples Center. All right. Thank you all for tuning in.